0: this is the audio diary of the fourth day of the 10th month of year 2020. it's a few minutes past uh never mind it's uh nearly half past nine o'clock i don't know where the time has gone i was about to say it's about nine oh eight or something but now it's 20 minutes past nine oh eight. um and i have changed into my pajamas but i haven't erased my makeup yet and I just wanted to record a audio diary that actually had a theme this time, instead of the brain dump that I did earlier today. Um, and the three, the theme is talking about the current dreams that I have, small and big, because I don't think I think I've been definitely in some negative thought loops, including just in a space of. Talking about the challenges, my fears, and anxieties, and I haven't talked much about my dreams and the things that I want to achieve. Partially because I spend a lot of time at work uh, trying to achieve my dreams. And so I think, just in my personal life, I rarely actually talk about it. And so I would like to mention some of the dreams that I have, and just not all of those dreams are things that are going to be achievable right now. Not all of those things. Are even things that i'm actively working towards at any given moment because you know you gotta, you gotta focus on your pursuits right you can't spread yourself too thin and so i have to do a few things at a time but these are all things i would indeed like to achieve for example one of the things i would love to achieve is um i am really happy about the fact that my driving skills have improved significantly over the past few months which was a, which was a big goal of my stay in Canada, so I'm very proud of myself for that. I would like to go on a really long road trip, not the kind of couple of days or overnight road trips that I've gone on. Um, I would like to go on a longer road trip by my with my own driving, um, and I think it would actually be really cool for me to own. I think I would like to own, if it's only for a couple of years, it's still okay, some kind of SUV for a real drive and do a bit of off-roading and do some more car camping and incorporate that into my vacations. Uh, I would love to do that. So that is one of my dreams. I would, on that very similar note, I really actually want to explore the desert a lot more. I don't know it very well and... Because I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, which is beautiful, lush, and green, I actually have quite a lot. Whenever I see desert scenery, I just find it so stunning and so stark, and it feels like a different world, and I'm especially thinking of places like Canyonland National Park. Um, I really enjoyed my time in Vegas a few years ago because when I went to Bryce Canyon and Zion because the red, the dry, the rocky and hot the desert was just so crazy alien to me uh me coming from where i'm from so i found that quite um really stark and so i would love to road trip uh through more desert places and that could be in the me- that could be mexico that could be in the states that could be in a whole other country with more deserts uh, but i would again really like to go to some more desert places in mexico in the states for sure um second thing I would really like to do, which probably is very fair, I really want to get married and start a family. But probably a step before that is to get into a very loving relationship where it's a true partnership and it's, yeah, I really want to get into a loving relationship where we're mutually just really, where my lover is my best friend as well. It doesn't have to be picture perfect. Um, It could be long distance, it could be in person, it could be a lot of different things. It doesn't even have to be monogamous. I'm quite actually interested in the idea of an open relationship. There's all these things and it doesn't have to be picture perfect. It doesn't have to be um, kind of what the stereotypical uh, loving relationship looks like. Um, But I would just like it to have all the essential part of a relationship, which is I'm willing to sacrifice, a, sacrifice some. The other person is willing to sacrifice some, and we kind of create and craft a life together, and we develop dreams that are shared dreams, not just individual dreams. So I would really love somebody I can truly call my life partner, and um, um, that would be very, very special. So, and I think. A part of that is dream is really not something you find though of course you have to be very picky about the right partner but i think a big part of it is what you make out of it and so um yeah yeah i would really like it to be that <laughs> i would really like it to be that and so putting a lot of effort into making that dream come true is something i look forward to doing a lot more diligently. <laughs> Uh, the next at least couple of years if not longer or shorter we'll see how long it takes um, but yeah I'd really love to you know get again into a serious relationship um, we may or may not actually get formally married probably easier to get formally married because it just makes life easier and admin easier <laughs> um, I, yeah but I would really like to be in a loving partnership where we share our lives together Um, I am also seriously thinking about my third dream, which is a really important dream too, which is parenthood. So I am 26 now and I have people around me, friends that are my age, younger and older, uh, who are getting married, who who are uh, having kids, have had kids already or have made the decision to not have kids all these kinds of parenthood decisions are being made between couples, and I'm also thinking on my end about what, what, what I'd like to do as a parent, and I've thought about uh, biological pregnancies. I also am very interested in adoption. I've been thinking about this for a long time in terms of adoption as well, I, and I would actually like to be quite interested in adopting children that are a bit older, um, which I know the chances of getting adopted are just decrease uh, exponentially as you grow older, so I would actually love to adopt children that are maybe a few years older, maybe in the first couple of years of their elementary school age, which is probably old enough to have some lingering memories about, um, you know, about the process, Uh, and yeah... I'm getting get very seriously thinking about adoption. Adoption is not an easy process, I know. And it's also a massive, massive decision that has to be made together with your partner or your co-parent or anyone, right? Um, anyone who's going to be really seriously involved in the life of the, this child or children. So but uh, so it's not an easy decision. I can say, yes, I've decided. I also know that there's a lot of financial and logistical um barriers uh or I shouldn't call them barriers but but standards really really high and difficult and sometimes very conservative standards you have to meet in order to qualify and then you have to continue qualifying or um or your I think your adoption can actually be reversed um so I yeah so I want to give some thought to that um at a deeper level and maybe plan a little bit for it yeah just prepare in advance Uh, I think that would be very very nice Uh, I may I think I might also there's a part of me that also wants biological children Um, and I think in general I do want to be a parent because I think I I feel somewhat confident that I can be a good one though of course I have many fears and anxiety anxieties about that too but I think having children and also raising children would just be so, so deeply fulfilling. I also think there's just so many children in the world that deserve to be loved, and I would love to share my love with at least one of them, <laughs> if not more. I I used to think a lot about having loads of children, like many children. Um, well, by many, I'm thinking like several, like four or five. Uh, again, not necessarily biological and not necessarily adopted. I haven't. Kind of depends, obviously, a lot on, your, a lot on my circumstances and also the circumstances and kind of the beliefs um, and decisions of the partner and co-parent. So, you know, it's not an easy decision to make, but just saying that I, when I was younger, I used to want like four or five children. Because I think big families are, first of all, they're beautiful. um, And that gives the siblings a lot of other people to kind of depend on. Um, Now, it's very expensive, frankly. And it's very consuming on your time and resources. Uh, But I think, you know, having a lot of siblings is something that's really... It's, yeah, just really good for you. Um, And I love my sister I also think it would have been great if I had a lot of siblings. Uh, I think families that have a lot lot of siblings just learn a lot from each other. And they, not just in the beginning uh, and during childhood, but also throughout your entire adulthood, you have all these people you can depend on. And I just think big families are really strong. Well, big families that are really strong are just, uh, I'm so envious of them. So I think it would be very great if I could also raise a big family that being said, again, it's a lot of, it's really consuming on your resources. So, um, and if we were to do adoption, I don't know how well we, I think it actually is very difficult and also expensive, like in terms of legal, um, proceedings. And I think you have to be quite financially well off to, uh, qualify, uh, to continue to have, you know, get several kids adopted. So yeah, I don't know about the practical concerns of this, but there is a hard desire in my heart to have many children um, and have kind of, yeah, like have, I think like four or five siblings, of four or five children would be just really great. It's probably incredibly hectic, um, incredibly time consuming as a parent. I think if you have four or five children, it's probably really hard to have a double income household or um, or two, two professional parent household at least, unless you have like a community of people supporting you, um, grandparents supporting relatives, uh, a church, or some kind of other really neighborhood or community supporting the raising of the kids. I think it's probably really, really hard uh, to raise, yeah, four or five children without at least one stay-at-home parent. So again, it's this is not, I'm not saying that having four five children is my dream because I know there's a lot of practical concerns um, and responsibilities that would have to line up before we can make a decision like that. And so anyway, uh, relationship first, because I would like to, um, well, especially with adoption, it's nearly impossible to get a single parent adoption. Um, so I would have to be in a stable long-term relationship before I can qualify. Uh, so that's all that Um, my fourth dream is to buy a house I think I've mentioned this several times over the past um, over just a year and a bit of podcast episodes because it's been a big dream of mine for at least two to three years and this is all about my rootlessness which I've discussed before and having a place that I can call home a place that is mine in the world, a place that I can say that I belong to, is just sounds so precious. It's, yeah, it just sounds so precious. Uh, so it's hard for me to not want to go. I want to have one. And it doesn't have to be that fancy. I do have all these, I do have things that are, you know, really nice to have dreams like i would really love to be love it to be either in the heart of a really vibrant city so like downtown where i can walk to places it doesn't have to be a big city um or even it can be maybe more so a heart of a town um my heart of heart of a place where you know there's a lot of vibrant kind of events and you know late night like terrace cafes and like open-air dining um and you know, a really vibrant kind of community feeling where uh, there's just a lot of things happening and a lot of it is very walkable, where there's a really good grocery store um, and fresh produce store at a very walkable distance and I can, I can basically live without a car and use a lot of public transit um, with really clean air, lots of warm days. Those are all, again, those are all really big parts of my dream and I would love to be close to the ocean and the mountains. Guess I'm getting greedy. But also, those are my standards because I'm from Vancouver. I'm from a place that has beautiful oceans, beautiful mountains, has a vibrant community. And so sorry, my standards are really high. I'm probably getting very greedy. Um, So I would either like a pretty small space in the heart of some kind of town or city with those kinds of features. Um, Yeah, and and a pretty small space, maybe like a two bedroom where I can share it with either a partner or um, children or you know other people like that um or or i would actually like it to be a place not really in the suburbs but a place pretty close to nature somehow because it's maybe the edge of a city close to the mountains um like kind of where the city gets restricted by some mountains or the by the ocean or some or or the river or the lake or something right um somewhere really close to trails uh where i can just get out and walk um, every single day, and, and when I'm distressed, I can just go, I can just go. Um, again, I'm, I'm sure these are really, I know this is a lot to ask for, uh, and I know that these kinds of things, mean, that real estate will be really, really expensive, so I know, I know. Um, I would like a place with a lot of sun, sunshine. Uh, if it's a place very close to kind of trails and a park or or some open kind of natural space, I am completely fine with owning a car and doing some commuting. So either or. Um, But I would, yeah, really care a lot about sunlight. I care about big, wide windows, makes a very big difference. And I don't want to be in a gated community. I really don't want to be in those kinds of suburban communities where uh, it's so exclusive and, ugh, I really, I really don't want to be in those kinds I, I don't want to be in the suburban neighborhood period, but especially suburban gated neighborhood communities, oh, I just, I just really, really, really hate them, um, and I would love to raise kids in a place that's close to the trails, or in a place that's in the city where the kids are naturally going, where, where I'm surrounded by, like I said, the community members, where I'm sort of surrounded by church people by just neighbors that I've met and know really really well um, where the kids are going to also meet people from all these kinds of different backgrounds, interesting people from different ethnicities naturally. So either they get the the natural kind of diverse and interesting kind of um, place where they can learn about the world even though they're staying in one place and kind of growing up in one city or they're really close to nature and so they they don't need playground and that kind of infrastructure because you just go to the park. There's no better. There's no better playground for kids than a lake or the ocean or, you know, mountains or any or just even a field um, or a jungle or these all these kinds of just natural beautiful places is, with with some kind of trail infrastructure again, um, not just like, raw outdoors. um but but some kind of maintained park would be really 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 great and where the kids just grow up camping and hiking and just touching touching and learning about creepy crawlies and rocks and fungi and (laughs) all that kind of stuff i would love to be love to own a house in a place like that and even if it doesn't meet any of those crazy specifications Uh, all these things that I'm getting honestly really greedy about because I don't know if I can afford the kind of places that I'm talking about. (laughs) I would still really like it to be just, just mine, just a place that's safe, a place that I can decorate, a place that I can design in a way that suits my needs, a place that I can make zen and minimalist. Um, a place where I can bring and store you know souvenirs and the things that I love, because as much as I talk about you know stuff that's 't ruled you I, and minimalism and where, where things are not the things are not the focus it 's really the people and the experiences and the relationships and the love and the love and the like love you leave behind and the legacy you leave behind and and how you made people feel in relationship with God, relationship with yourself, uh, <laughs> all the good that you've done in the world. Yes, those things are what's important. I actually maybe I have I don't know if I've ever admitted this, um, especially after I've kind of defined myself as a minimalist, but I love some of my things. These especially because I don't bring things that I don't enjoy into life, the things that I do own, I appreciate them so much. I don't think I obsess over them but things that I bring into my life many of them have a lot of special meaning and they've served me really really well and I'm just so thankful uh, for them and the fact that they exist and all the labor and all the systems and ingenuity uh, that had to go in to make this product possible and bring this product into my life. And so since I also pay so much attention to the things that I buy in the sense that I don't kind of mindless buy things, I pay a lot of attention. I worked hard for the money that actually, you know, that I spent in exchange to buy these things. The things that I keep are really great. And so I would like to have a space where things sort of stay the same so that it feels safe to me. It feels like routine, it feels like peace. It's a place that very much represents me. It's a place that I can have as a safe refuge for others. Oh gosh, that would be so great if I had a space where I could invite a lot of friends over, if I, where I had a space where I could just open my doors to others so that they could come in when they're suffering and struggling. I just can't wait for a space like that. Uh, a space that's, yeah, a bit of a safe haven when others are really struggling. Oh my God, I'm just thinking about it now and it just makes me so, so, so happy. Um, I, 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 yeah, I would really like to buy a house like that. Um, and for that reason, I think I really want a two bedroom. <laughs> a place with a guest bed. Uh, maybe I can do a bit of couch surfing and open it up for um, guests to stay over uh, I could also open up as an Airbnb, um, so, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's what I would like, that's, that's my dream, I would love to own a house, uh, with a spare bedroom, which I will either, maybe I'll just kind of open it up for other people, or if it's not a spare bedroom, you know, some kind of garden or terrace space where, I can have people over and provide them with tea. Just feed them really good, really, really good food. Good vegetarian food, which is what I mostly eat, or meatless food at least. Um, just cook and talk and drink. A place where I can sing with people. <laughs> a place where I can dance with people. <laughs> yeah, I would love to have that. Um, and I would love to, again, own a car, I said. Because I want to invite people out to camping trips, and I want them to understand how good the outdoors are. It's like the best entertainment. You know, who needs nightclubs and raves? They're just filthy and oh, it, it's 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 I you know they're nowhere near as fun as dancing in the rain <laughs> outdoors or singing and just being completely just unaware of how you look how you smell because who gives a shit? <laughs> um, the only people who can see each other are the chipmunks <laughs> and the birds in the sky and the worms on the ground and, and each other and we can be honest and raw. So I guess my fifth dream is that I would really love to bring lots of people outdoors. Um, I would love to bring co-workers outdoors, I'd love to bring elderly people outdoors and people for whom outdoors is less accessible people with mobility challenges um or just kind of just some kind of some kind of often quite a psychological barrier that's keeping them from going to these beautiful beautiful places so i would also love that as well um yeah those are some of my dreams and just speaking about my dreams has actually made me really really happy uh and i really look forward to Making these things come true, and I am working towards some of those things. Uh, For example, I I improved my driving, which is getting closer to my road trip idea. Um, I'm slowly accumulating my camping gear, um, and I've been inviting my friends outdoors. I invited Alice, uh, who is a good friend, um, out to her first camping trip, though we ended up not camping because the campsite was flooded. We went on the wettest day possible, uh, so we Ended up not camping, but I did try. Um, I've been invited. I've invited my two other friends um, yesterday to on their one of their first hikes of the year, if not not, probably. Um, Even though it's October, it's still their first hike of the year, (laughs) Um, and that was really really fun. We had a picnic outside. I am looking to invite more people outdoors. I am trying to save up and actively plan for buying a house i haven't been put i put in a bit of effort earlier in in the year um around you know early summer to just kind of mid-summer i put in more effort to relationships forming relationships meeting people asking people out on a date being asked out on a date and saying yes but nothing's happened so far um no no clicking, Nobody, no, nothing's clicked yet. Um, but I'll probably, I'll make sure to make it more of an effort. Um, but yeah, yeah, so anyway, um, those are some of my dreams and I guess that kind of leads me to ask, what are your dreams? What are the things you're thinking about right now? Um, I hope some of them come true. I hope you are able to make good, uh, good progress towards them. I really, really hope that my dreams come true. Not all of them, but um, most of them, at least. And I know my dreams will change as time passes, but I am just very happy to live in each of the days where I'm making my dreams come closer and closer to the to reality and I'm thankful for today which used to be a dream that I had back when I was living in Bristol. Uh, the freedom that I have, the fact that I live in kind of such a nice space in Yaletown, this used to be a dream that I had when I was a student. Um, the fact that I'm able to live work freelance and work on my own startup that was a dream uh, f- you know a year or two ago when I was back when I was in Bristol and the fact that we have actually have a team together, we have a company that actually feels like a company. We have people, new people. We are hiring. We, that's that's a dream. <laughs> that was this used to be my dream a few months ago when I, we were just starting out. And I'm like, what on earth is happening? And so, my dreams before, uh, from before, have become reality today. And so I really look forward to the months and the years moving forward where my current dreams become reality then. Thank you for listening to me talk about my dreams. And I will talk to you soon next time. Bye.